It's a warm summer night in St. Louis. You and your family are hustling through Forest Park. Well, you're hustling. The kids are meandering with melted frozen lemonades. You pat yourself down to locate car keys and glance around for landmarks. Weird-looking oak tree? Check. You're still humming a tune from the show as you get everyone settled and merge into the sea of taillights, but a question rises to the top of your mind. How does the Muni find all of those crazy, talented people? Welcome to Classic 107.3's Attuned, the podcast that amplifies your knowledge of the artistic and cultural community in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Julie Schuster. This is Series 1, Episode 8 of Cast Me at the Muni, an exploration of the audition process. The Muni is the United States' oldest and largest outdoor musical theater, and it's located in Forest Park in St. Louis. In this eighth conversation, I sit down with Spencer Donovan-Jones, native St. Louisan and Muni teen, who's a veteran of 10 shows at the Muni and a national tour of The King and I. We'll talk about his first Muni kid audition at the tender age of seven, the close bonds of Muni kids and teens, and how Muni auditions are different. Spencer, tell me about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in St. Louis right here. I'm 15 years old. I've followed my sister's footsteps all my life because, well, when I was doing wushu martial arts when I was really little in the same studio she was doing singing and dancing, I always thought that I would make a fool of myself if I ended up doing any of that stuff. <laughs> Turns out I wasn't very wrong, but it was a good idea because I'm glad I'm here. And my sister, I can't thank her enough. You've been in 10 Muni shows now. Yeah. <laughs> so how old were you when you started with Muni Kids? I think... When I started Muni Kids, I was either eight or nine. I can't really remember. Do you remember your first audition at the Muni? My first audition at the Muni, I don't think I remember that, but I remember my first Muni Kid audition. Okay. And it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty sad because I, I did not really know how to dance. And uh, they were going down the line of kids there to see people doing flaps, uh, which I didn't know what that meant, so... I was standing there watching the other kids do it, and I, I didn't know how they were making all those sounds, and it looked like they were just marching in place. So when they got to me, I just marched in place, and everybody laughed at me, but that's okay. <laughs> now, did you become part of Muni Kids from that first audition, or did you have to audition again? I think I actually did. Okay. I think the marching impressed them. You've been in the program that whole time. Have you taken any time off? I took a year off because I was doing the King and I national tour, and I couldn't come back to do Gypsy that year. But I heard that show was really great. I'm so sad I didn't get to see it. Tell me about the national tour of the King and I. That had to be pretty spectacular. It was. It was pretty fun. I met a lot of people who did Muni shows, and they all knew people that I know from the Muni. So I could tell that the Muni was a, a place that everybody always wants to be, even the people there. Because when I did King and I at the Muni in 2012, I actually got to do the King and I national tour with two people who were in that show as well. So it was a <laughs> nice little reunion. Yeah, that's great. As a Muni teen, do you have to re-audition every year? Yeah, every year you're not guaranteed a spot. 
you just have to keep auditioning. And if you don't want to do the Muni that year, you don't audition. But I've I've auditioned every year. You're never guaranteed a spot. You still always have to keep a good reputation. You have to show up and, and do your best. About how many kids usually come to the Muni teen auditions? Oh, man, I'm bad at numbers, but I'm just going to say uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot of kids. And do you know most of them at this point, or are there always new faces? I know a lot of them, but there are always new faces, and it's nice to meet new people, and you get to have fun experiences with, with all these kids, and then you get to meet all the professionals, and, and you just have, you just get that experience of doing a show and making something you're proud of. Yeah. In a normal year, without a pandemic, do you have a lot of opportunities to socialize together? Well, we have the Muni Kids and Teens rehearsals every week. And other than that, like, most of my really close friends are Muni Kids and Teens, because honestly, I don't really know too many people from my school. (laughs) But yeah, the Muni is really how I know, like, all of my friends. Like, me and my friend Ben Eichen, who's a Muni kid, we have been socializing a lot. A lot of the time, like, we'll go out and hang out, but then right now, obviously, we can't. So we are talking pretty much every day through video chat. He and I both started off in ukulele during the pandemic and then went to guitar. So, yeah, he's been the person I've been talking to all the time in this pandemic. But other than that, I mean, all the kids will usually hang out, kids and teens, it's really a good community. It's really close friends all in one little space, and we get to make the shows together. And then sometimes afterwards, we'll go out to a restaurant, and it's like 1 a.m. So there are definitely a lot of Muni kid and teen hangouts. That's great. When you become a Muni teen as opposed to a Muni kid, how are those auditions different? Well, the process is relatively the same, but the choreography is a lot more challenging, and you learn it a lot faster. So you have to have the the information stick in your brain a lot quicker and you have to be able to do the choreography like basically immediately after you learn it and it's definitely a lot more challenging than the kids auditions just because the choreography is either faster or it requires other techniques that you learn as you get older but the process is pretty much the same the choreography for me is more challenging than the singing but now that my voice has changed it might be the other way around. I don't I don't know. <laughs> so how do you usually prepare for an audition? Well, I prepare with my voice teacher. We get some songs that show what I can do because at the auditions, they just want to see what you can do. So I find the right song or multiple songs if they want to see more. And you just prepare 16 bars from the song and just get it memorized. And then once you show up, they just... At the singing part, you just give the music to the person on the piano, and then you you just sing it, and it goes by really fast. The 16 bars are a lot quicker than you'd think, but mm-hmm. it definitely requires more preparation than the dancing. Uh, all you really have to do with the dancing is just bring whatever dance shoes you, you dance with. What are the auditions at the Muni like in terms of the atmosphere? The atmosphere is definitely a lot more welcoming for me than when I've auditioned at other places. I think it's just because you get to know the people that are watching you and you actually get to talk with them instead of just these people sitting in their chairs staring at you the whole time. You get to talk with them and 
you, you just get to know everybody there, and it feels a lot less stressful to me, at least. What are some of the other places that you've auditioned? One time I auditioned for The Lion King on Broadway, and it was a really quick audition. We, we had to get on a plane pretty much directly after one of the cast parties, the ending cast parties for a Muni show. And it didn't feel as welcoming. I don't really know why. It just didn't. It just felt more stressful because you didn't get to know the people that were there. You only really knew their names. And then from there, you just did some activities with the kids and with the other kids auditioning. And then it's just over. So it didn't feel, I, I hate to say the, the word welcoming all the time, but it didn't feel as welcoming. Did they tell you right away from that New York audition, or did you have to wait to find out whether or not you'd gotten a part? Well, if you don't get a part, I just never heard back from them once we got back. But, well, when I auditioned for The King and I, which I just auditioned from a self-tape in my basement, I ended up getting a word back like a week or two later. But that might have just been because they were looking for kids because the kids in the show had to leave. That might have been a faster process just because of that, but I'm not really sure. So you said you did that one on your phone. What's that like? So with my self-tapes, we just, well, we have a, a blank wall in the basement, and I just set up my DSLR camera and the mic and some lights, and then I'll either have my sister or a parent just read the other lines or press play on the music, whatever you have to do for the audition. So I just send that stuff, all the videos that I edit. I just send those to my agents. It's pretty easy, but it just takes a lot of takes since it's not like you go there and then you do your best and then you leave. It's <laughs> I'm a perfectionist when it comes to self-tapes. Sure. You have a lot more time to obsess over them and make sure they're right. Yeah. What Muni shows were you slated to appear in this summer? I was slated to be in Sweeney Todd and On Your Feet, Ensemble in both. Had you been in either of those shows before? I have not, but even if I've done a show before, it's always a different experience because even if you do the same show at two different locations, it's it's never really the same because the Muni just it feels different to be in because everything happens so quickly and it's so professional. You watch, you know, you see all these Broadway people prepare this show in a really short amount of time. And I just, I'm really excited every time I'm cast in show because you get to feel so like rewarding uh, once you finish the show or even after opening night because it all happens so fast. And then it's, then you get on this giant stage with your friends and these professionals and it's, you just get to see how everything is made. You're a violinist as well as a dancer and a singer do you ever audition as a violinist? And if so, are those auditions more challenging than your dancing and singing auditions, or how are they different? I I think I actually did one violin audition when I was pretty little. One or two, maybe. I can't really remember them. They kind of feel like a, like a weird dream in the back of my head. But <laughs> I remember they required so much preparation because violin pieces, I don't think I've ever actually mastered a song. Because some days are just, they're just not it. You just play and your fingers aren't doing what you're telling them to do. But violin pieces for me require so much practicing because they're just so hard. And they're also really hard to remember because they're so long. So I'd say 
those required more preparation, but I haven't done one in so long. I can't really remember. Do you enjoy auditioning in general, or do you find it a little stressful or a mix of both? I'd say a mix of both. They're always really stressful, especially when you arrive, because you just can't stop shaking and and your voice is really shaky. And I don't know why. I always feel cold, really cold when I show up to an audition. But I do enjoy auditions, especially at the Muni, because I feel like I have people that I know there that are in it with me. And it's just overall a fun experience, especially when you leave. You leave feeling most of the time like you did your best and that's all you could do and you got it over with. Right. Tell me your best audition story or your favorite audition. This actually might have been my first Muni audition, maybe. I was seven or eight. I think I was actually seven. And we were singing in front of everybody one by one. I was singing Whistle a Happy Tune, which is the song about not being afraid. And I'm pretty sure partway through, I, I started crying, oh. <laughs> like right around the whistling part. Pretty sad. You were little. I imagine a lot of younger kids get overwhelmed with emotion or nerves mm -hmm. while they're auditioning. How was that handled? Do you remember? I remember Nancy Sherwin making some fun jokes about it, and everybody was making it feel more funny instead of sad or scary. They handled it pretty well because they're like, oh, God, this little child is crying in front of us, and he's the only one standing in the middle of the room. But they, they handled it very well. They, they definitely know what they're doing. Since so many kids audition, they probably have a lot of situations like that. But I remember that so vividly. Yeah, I bet. What would be your best piece of advice for people auditioning? My best piece of advice, which I still have to keep in my mind every time I audition is that you're still auditioning even when you're not like singing in front of the casting director or dancing in front of the casting director because the entire time you're there you're representing yourself and you have to know when the right time is to talk with friends or goof around because you have to be really professional and you have to you have to know when you can talk when you can't you just have to be really observant well, with everything that's going on with COVID-19 right now, have you been able to do any performing? Well, I did the Muni variety shows, but earlier on in the stay-at-home order, I did some self-tapes. But that's really it. I haven't done anything else. I've been teaching myself guitar, though. Oh, that's so great. I guess I've been performing for my dog. <laughs> How was performing in the Summer Variety Hour? Tell me about that. It was pretty fun. We did... A lot of like Zoom lessons with all the Muni teens learning the choreography and the vocal parts. So we would basically have like a week or less than a week to learn everything and then film ourselves doing it. And for the vocal parts, if they wanted you to record something, they would have you go into their recording studio and you just record the vocals, go home, and then eventually film yourself either outside or inside and then just send it in through a... Uh, Google Drive, and then eventually you'd see the finished product on their live stream. Yeah, I saw their shows. It was nice to see the Muni Kids and Teens showcased a little bit more than, you know, if you happen to be in a Muni show, we get to see you for a few minutes. But this was this was really nice, I thought. I mean, I thought that they were really fun. I, I liked seeing it. 
if you happen to see the Muni kids or Muni teens on the West platform, like if you're on that side waiting to go in, then you'll see them perform. But with this, they had the Muni kids and teens, their show had like the spotlight for like a few minutes, which I thought was great. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You're learning guitar. Do you have any other projects that you are looking forward to? Well, I'm excited for Muni to come back, of course. I did a reading for a new show called Corner of Bitter and Sweet up in New York. And I, I don't know when that will be happening again, but I have that to look forward to at, at some point. Yeah. Which was a pretty fun experience. I bet. Tell me about that. So they needed a new Henry. The character of Henry is the younger version of the main character. Mm -hmm. and the show is sort of divided between the young version and the old version. And it's based off of a, a really good book called uh, The Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. But they needed a new Henry. And my friend from tour, Darren Lee, he just recommended me. So one day after I was sent the script, me and JJ Shastri at the Muni, we flew out. And right when we landed, we went into the studio and did this six hour reading of the entire show. Oh and gosh. then like, the next day I left, it was pretty crazy, but eventually they called me back. And I think it was, I think it was last October. We went back and we actually, after they touched up on some of the script and the songs and added some other songs, we did the full reading where we acted everything out. It wasn't with sets. It was on this little stage where everybody was sitting with their scripts. And then we came up to do our scenes and the songs and we ran through the entire show in front of a, a little audience and it was pretty great we did two run-throughs the author of the book was there and i got to meet him jamie ford that book is great too i don't know how many times i've read it i need to read it again <laughs> what three words would you use to describe the muni well <laughs> i was gonna say something dumb like a uh, big outdoor theater <laughs> but we're gonna go more in depth than that okay um, my first word would have to be community because, I mean, I could even tell from the uh, variety shows, it, there's such a good community built around the Muni, all those people who tuned in. It's pretty great what the Muni's done. The other word would have to be magic because <laughs> Muni magic, it's real. They use real magic, actually, to make the shows. They hired a magician. <laughs> and then the third word would have to be trees because you got to love the Muni trees. That's how I would describe it. Uh, community magic trees. Of all the Muni shows that you've done, do you have a favorite? Hmm. I don't know. I have a couple of favorites, but I'd say my favorite one that I did was Matilda, mainly because it was my last show with my sister before she went off to college. Oh, wow. But also, I really liked that show just because it felt like such a good with all of the kids and I just loved that choreo too. The choreography in that show was awesome. It was probably the most fun choreo I've done in a show. I really like that. All right. Final question. Anything else that you want to say about auditions at the Muni? Anything at all? I guess I'd just say um, if you're a kid and you want to do it, just do it. Or if you're a teen, just do it. There's uh, no harm. And they're always fun, even though they're stressful. They're fun. Thanks for listening to Classic 107.3's Attuned. There's more great content on our website, classic1073.org slash podcasts. 
There you'll find all of the available episodes, plus show notes, pictures, links, and more.